Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by the cutie that is a patootie. Mm. Jay Lit the Kid, what's up? What's going on? The studio AC is broken. It's I'm 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 not saying this just because it would make sense to say it right now on the podcast. I do feel it a little bit. Yeah, when we were in the pre-show meeting in the other room, that was the that was the cooler room. The actual studio is one of the hotter rooms. I yeah, think, it's I would the, say it's, it's a total addition. different environment in here. It's definitely the add-on to the house. Yeah. A lot, uh, a lot of windows. Yeah, hundred percent. Studio is running a little hot right now, so that just means we're going to be cooking up some more goodies for you. You know, it's hot. We're coming in hotter. Yeah, um, we've got a good one for you. Uh, Jay has already come in and said that his beef stew is stocked full of fucking veggies. So we are excited to give you this episode today. Um, it was a weird kind of. Like I'm happy. Thank you for the compliment. And the, do you not like beef stew? Well, but like you didn't even. I thought I would be described as like the dank piece of meat in the beef stew, not the vegetables. You went. Ve- you went vegetables as the uplifting part of that. I did. I did. Well, it, I, the vegetables are like the star of the show in my stew. See, I think that you need to have a good amount of potatoes in that stew, and the beef is got to be prominent. I so want, once again, the, I like the, extra celery in my beef stew. I am so on the other <laughs> side of the fence with that. You know, yeah, I love me some good throw some soggy, in there. soggy cells. Mm, I love I am, me some good soggy cells. I am, I am not a seller in this situation. I'm okay. a buyer. All right, all right. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, I know. Last week we said uh, Ian, hey, would you blow me night was supposed to oh, come on. Let's address it. Let's, let's address the it. The elephant in the room. Let's you're right. Let's let's just, you're right. Let's you know what ahead. I mean? Um, he's not here. I don't see him. I don't see him. Um, he no called, no showed. Uh, no, do you know what that would get you? Do you know what at that Burger would get King? you? Oh my God. They actually need people right now, so they probably would let us slide. They probably would let us slide. We are not Burger King. We're, We're at not. least Chick fil A. We're at least Chick fil A. Um, it, it's our pleasure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's not here. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're not even going to get into the semantics. I look, you like most things of of what happens here. You are you are he, the you are the um, you know he's making that plans with you. Yeah, you're you're handling that business. But see what happened. But, but it's his business to handle. It's you're just his. The, it's you're his, just there it's to his receive business it. Business to handle. But this is the one thing I wanted to actually bring up with you. This was one of this was a one of the few times where this one, uh, I kind of handed it off to producer Mike, and so I don't know. Like we like just I gave talk, you a pay raise. Like I did talk to Ian. Okay, but, oh, but, but Mike was coordinating but everything. But Mike was like saying, yeah, like Mike, I mean, you heard him in the pre-show meeting. He, he was, was saying like, maybe next week. He was like, oh, Ian said he was supposed to do next week, but he definitely said this week, and I don't believe him. And then you and I kind of sat there and we're like, we don't believe you. Uh, no, we don't believe you. So, Mike, you... you producer you, Mike... You, you backpedaled and moonwalked out of the room and just basically <laughs> were like... I'm not dealing with this right now. Yeah. So uh, Ian's not with us. Um, it's all good because actually we got a lot. To, we got a lot. We got a. We got a. We got a loaded. We got clams casino. <laughs> clams casino. Yeah, we got clams. All right, casino. that's a heavy. That's a. 
That's a heavy dish. I'll give you what's what. What do we? What do we? We need to have. I need to have something to call when we have a major. When we got like you You've know, said a loaded potato. Yeah, you but use that. I don't like the loaded potato. Um, I I kind of grabbed it from other sources, so I'm kind of you like. So I don't. I want. I want to make up our own. I don't ever really eat loaded potatoes, but I'm I'm pro anti like full potato. Like I I, what's I like else I like the we, thought of them. What's something else though that you eat that's like chocked full of shit, you know, is like like a big old like like, bit, uh, like, like a stuffed gotta... pe- stuff peppers? Like what do um, oh, that doesn't a command a stuffed pepper doesn't command respect. No. What if, what if we got a baked ziti in this bit? Like what? what like, I'm thinking like push, an overstuffed pastrami, Sammy. Okay, now you're cooking with some grease. Okay, I'm thinking like, yo, we today we got an 84 ounce tomahawk steak for you, oh. right off the grill, medium rare. Okay, so we got a cow. Well, let's call it cowboy steak. We got a cowboy steak of an episode. <sighs> done, done. See, that's see, th- we get things Cowboy done steak. when we're here. When we are in these two chairs, I'm still on the clock. Things get passed. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, legislation gets gets finished, if you will. America, you should look. We have a two party system here, and we're able to get it done. Why to- can't you? What's going on, man? So yeah, we've got a cowboy steak of an episode for you guys. Um, Jordan's got some heat. We've got voicemails. We're gonna do voicemails a little later too. Ooh. We were backed up on some voicemails, and I gotta say, while I was checking uh, the voicemails and getting them organized, Jordan, somebody called. They did. They called in the middle of it, and God, I wanted to press that green button and answer, but and this is just another because I would never do that without you. I, this is both of us. Another reason. Hey, would you blow me? Should be here on his birthday. He is. De- yes. He's depriving me of of seeing him on his birthday, and he could be here. To um to step up and 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 be interviewed for fan of the year. Yes, yeah. So uh, let's shout shout out to uh happy birthday, Ian. Happy birthday, Ian. Happy though. birthday, Ian. Um, should we sing him happy birthday? Let's sing him happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ian. Hey, would you blow me night? Happy birthday to you. Yeah, that's that's again. That's another just another wrinkle. You the night rider though has been a man I think that has been standing beside you for a long time. Yes. That's why he deserved that's, that full rendition. That's can, why that's he deserved wh- it and I believe if uh my memory serves me well, I believe he also left a voicemail when it was my birthday night and wished me a happy birthday. So it was only right to over the airwaves. No, I I, I that all that is that's all beautiful. I just wish he was here. I know he's not. Wow, that is gonna. That's uh, that's that's docked. That's sticking in my craw. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, we got a great episode for you guys. Um, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Yeah. Um. The people get ready for that. Um. Yeah, get your. If you guys need some last minute um uh, ideas for your significant other. Give us a little ring ding. Yeah. Or, 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 or uh, 
e, um, what you call it, uh, text us 305-741-3671 and, and tell us who it is, maybe describe them a little bit, and then we'll give you our suggestion. Or I also want to put out there, because I don't know if we've made this clear, uh, text messaging also, we, we can receive pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. So if, you yeah, gotta, you if can you're at Target and you say, what do you think about this? We can also um, advise you on whether that gift would be maybe a gift you'd want to get your significant other. Maybe that waist trainer isn't the best thing to be giving them. Yeah, give or, us a little you know, back. Like, and I'll tell you, and I will tell you that. Yeah, like yeah, give us a little backstory. Like, hey, we've been together for this long. You know, what do you think about this gift? Yeah, you know, and then we will then we will help you out, and then and you know, the week before Christmas, we'll, but we'll get. We'll, also, we'll, if we'll you're calling into a podcast, you know, like a week and a half before Christmas, like about yeah. whether you should buy something, you're behind the eight ball. You're behind the eight ball, and there's no excuses. Play like a champion because this this podcast is championship level. There you go. So, uh, how was the weekend, bud? Uh, weekend was good. Weekend was good. Uh, did uh, had a, like a, a good family weekend. We I uh, got another family weekend coming up, but um, we had a work function. We crushed our goal this year at work, so we all had got some drinks and stuff on Friday. Nice work. Saw the squad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Were they taking anywhere sweet or whatever? No, just tap tap forty two. That's cool. Yeah, good spot. Friday um, at tap. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, a little no. Friday at tap. Um, Saturday we hung out with the fams and uh, and hung out with them and then Sunday we did a little cousins barbecue at the house. I saw oh, oh, wait. pictures I think. Of so I uh, you had texted me. I saw some me. gingerbread stuff happening. Ye oh yeah yeah. Let's let's actually I wasn't able to get my vote in in time, I don't think. Let's open up actually back with what occurred I was on mad Saturday. Mad about that. I forgot. So on Saturday we went over to Tio Vince's house. And it got real because he pulled out the pizza oven. Oh, yeah. Let's, okay, yeah. Let's yeah. get to that because that was the one where yes. I hit you up on and was like, bruh. He was like, yo, Jordy, you're coming over Saturday night. I'm baking pies all night. And I said, we said yes, of did, course. Did you know that he has the oven? Yes, he's okay. had it for a while. So when he says that you I've, know. I've seen him, um, I've seen pictures and stuff of it in the past. He's had it for a couple months at least. And so we had, we thought we were going over like for a little get together. It was like 30 people at least. Mm -hmm. uh, as you saw, the backpack full of cigars got dropped out on the table. And within 15 minutes, it was just like a beautiful, the only time segregation has truly worked. <laughs> right. All the Tell women em. were inside. Tell them. Hanging out. And all the boys were outside. Cigar in every mouth. Listen, before I want to cut you off real quick and let you continue. I think you hit on something. Little message to all the guys out there. Mm. Uh, lady listeners, you know, pop the headphones off real quick. Earmuffs. Um, guys, if you want a little segregation in your life at the party, if you just want to have a little time out, out oh, back I with love the guys. This point. Great point. If you want to have a little time to like get some of the talk out, you know, you got something you need to get over and you want the ladies to disperse. Mm. You want to know the quickest way to make that happen, Jay? Tell them. Light yourself up a cigar. Absolutely Everybody, it, honestly, it doesn't even really need to be everyone. One might even do it, depending on the cigar. But if you if you want to have you and the boys time, make, bring yourself five cigars for you and the guys and light those up. And you won't see one in sight. 
That gives you at least like a, a thirty a foot bubble around you. It guys. gives you. It's a. We call it the thirty by thirty. A thirty foot bubble in a thirty minute. There you go. Minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thirty min. And if you're smart, you got that that get that long ten stick. incher. Yeah. Get that fucking long. Get that yeah. stick. So <laughs> the boys are outside. Gar City. Fantastic. Domino table came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and me and Billy Stonecraft. That was like the best thing about that photo was the backpack full of cars on the on the minnow table. Yes, I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It incre- I didn't know. <laughs> I, like, I didn't know we were going full Cuban. Like I wasn't prepared <laughs> right. to go full Cuban. Like, and I didn't know that was happening. Right. So it came on me very organically. Right. But I always welcome. That side of the family and all those things with uh, open arms. We you're do. an honorary for sure. Oh yeah, we got the pig uh, on Noche Buena coming up. There will be more pig talk. Do you know Don't the poundage yet? Okay, actually no. We'll tease that. We'll tease the poundage. I'll tease. I'll tease it a little bit more. Yes, I do know the poundage. We know the poundage of the pig. Official pod tease. There you go. <laughs> Print them. Print them. So uh, throwing dominoes and Vince is just cooking up a storm. He's got all his ingredients all cut up and pre- and prepped. And this man was cooking pizzas from like eight thirty to maybe people there. So eight thirty to maybe like eleven. Yeah, pizzas were coming out. I did the smart thing. I packed a couple pieces in early. Got those right in the gullet. Okay. Then I went and played some dominoes. I let everyone get full on the on those you know the mid pizzas right there in the middle. Towards the end, obviously, they're getting torn at less. Mm-hmm. So I was getting primo pieces. Nice. That's what I did. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was a great night. What pizza um, did you... I mean, obviously, everyone made their own pie kind of deal. No, or? no, no. He was... Oh, it was he, only, was, he was in charge. He was in charge. Oh, he, even better. He, he Honestly, he, normally you would think like, oh, no, I want to make my own. I like, you know what? You no, t- this is This like, is you. This is a small, like, stone yeah, like, it's the oven. Little, right. Like, you can't... It's one at a time. Like, it's one at a time, 90 seconds max. Like you got to know what you're doing. You got to he put so he would like make one, then he'd get the dough ready for the next one, lay all of his shit out, and it was uh it was on point. How much dough did he have? Just like balls on, just like yeah, but he balling like that. He's balling. He's balling. Ball- he's balling don't, like, don't he's balling like that. Do, don't dough me like that. Yo, don't dough me like for that. for real dough. <laughs> yo, um, what up, dough? Yo. Have we ever told you guys that that's getting, that was the like if if I was that's a high idea for sure did I yeah did I was that a high idea did, oh yeah did I, did tell over that uh, no we have I don't know if we've mentioned not on the pod I've told this was I told when I told you this ten years well how like ten years ago and ten times yeah he's heard this story a thousand times if if and when uh, I ever open up a pizzeria it's gonna be called for real dough. Or what up, though? Either one. What I'm gonna have, probably have two, two, two across be... the street from each other. <laughs> Mondo Burger and Good Burger. Boom. For real, though. But you own both of them. And what up, the though? Strings. Yeah, and we're gonna have like just fake beefs. Yes. And fake beefs, but real beef pizzas. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and Sunday, uh, we had we 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 got drunk like the week before mm-hmm. and invited everyone over and kind of like. We're like kind of forgot for like not damn. for not like and until like later in the week you yeah. know what i mean we're like oh shit yeah we're doing that somebody texted can no. i bring anything you're like oh fuck yeah so <laughs> that that happened but it was very funny but it was great because we got all the cousins finally over without the parents and once again we were playing dominoes watching football uh you know just drinking having a good time but uh wifey had purchased these um kits the kits of like uh, gra- uh gingerbread houses. gingerbread houses and so everyone, all the couples and stuff, each one got to make one. Now, I abstained, 
and allowed uh, you know L- uh, wifey Smart. to go with her prima. She's the but I was talking shit, walking around, I checking th- checking roofs. I think <laughs> did you? I was oh, there was a lot of roof talk, <laughs> Bruh, That one got me. That was just that was very funny. That one lands on Alex. That joke lands on me. I know, and it will every time. I was way I I I, I just lobbed it up. Um, I if I remember. I think I voted for number six. I think I wanted number six. There was a tie. Oh no! Which if is you remember, the most unsatisfying oh my god! Uh, what? You don't tie in America. Come on, man! Not listen. There's some things you tie in football, but not gingerbread house competitions. No. Golly! Why can't? Why, why, oh no! No. Was someone, it a fair tie? No, or was no, it? No, we all voted at the house, and that's why we put it, it on. Was Instagram. it unanimous? Sorry, sorry, was it sorry. unanimous? Did you so like put it? We voted. No one could vote for themselves, and we all voted. And there was a tie at the house. That's why wifey had to put it on the gram. I can't remember who won though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was six involved at all in there? I don't know. No, I don't remember. No. You were. You were. You showed up. With the contract, as I soon was, as they signed it, you left. I was dr- drinking brewskis, watching everyone, and just taking photos and doing all that shit. But yeah, um, family weekend. It was great. Nice. What uh, what's what what happened over over here? Um, nothing too much. Uh, Saturday did um did uh crew I went to a four year old birthday party. Did the four Ooh, did the birthday party that? thing? Single guy. Um, it was good. You know, I'm a single guy there. So like, it's just like kids running around. It's kids running around everywhere. And it's me, the single guy and the bros are bro. And they're all just like, they want my life. That's always the exchange, I think. Especially but, with the young kids, it's like that you just want to be there. But and, but the really cool thing about it was, um, so it was uh, Chris, Co- our buddy Chris Cody, it was his, his daughter's birthday. And it was, um, she's like, I don't know if you know this, but like in the beginning, always with little girls, whenever my friends have little girls, uh, they're afraid of me. Well, you're fucking massive. Yes. I'm a big guy. Like my niece was afraid of me for like a while there. And so Grace, oh, well, yeah, whatever. I won't say her name. Uh, Chris's daughter, um, she is was really afraid of me literally like still kind of was and it, like up until i think this weekend and this was you broke the ice the ice is officially yeah broken. the ice was like i think officially broke this weekend because she must have came up to me if not once you know they had a big like obstacle course bounce house thing and she just kept coming up to me over and over again at the party and just like alex come watch me come watch me come watch me and like me and her never have that interaction mm. so like the, i was super stoked about that because i love that little that little child and she they weren't opening they did actually this is good i want to talk to you about this lay it on me they did something that was blasphemous to me okay this is like saturday sunday this uh, is party. saturday party everyone's bringing gifts it was a good party there's a lot of you know there's a lot of people there she had a she had a table full of gifts mm. They don't, he, it did not happen. And he also, uh, it also stated they do not open presents at said party. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm, I was like, whoa, I'm not like, I'm thinking back, like, cause honestly, I don't even know the last like little kid birthday I went to. 
and whether or not they open gifts. I feel like you always open gifts. I feel like, kids, all, I feel like we kids of the we 90s. Did we always open gifts? Look, I was at Galaxy Skateway or the Ice Rink or the Bowling Alley for about 12 years straight. One of those three. The, everyone comes, pizzas, a lot of soda. Yeah, um, and tots, then and then yeah. I'm opening. Uh, yeah, I feel like I. I feel like those skates always had yeah. tots. And that was, was fried. Was always a tot. You always did tots. Whatever. Yeah. I digress. Uh, yeah, but no, I think you open up gifts. You, uh, yeah. Is that is this like cancel culture? They I don't, don't know if I don't anyone. know if opening gifts is chuggy. I don't know if that's what is that that's. Are what we chugs in? in that? Chug but alert. I, I I disagreed with the move. Uh, for one reason and one reason only. Um. I think it's important, and I think it's nice for when the kid opens up the gift and then turns to whoever it was from and says thank you. I think that's important for both ways, and that's yes. that's my like bugaboo with that is like, mm. yo, I bought this thing for the kid. Like I, he's gonna open it, and I'm never gonna like see his reaction, and he's never gonna say anything to him. Like, well, as Scott knows, I'm a very good gift giver, and right, I want. He does he's about to learn again this year? And I want. I want, yeah, I get what you want to really see is the smile yeah. of the present, you know, being opened and you being like, that I did Thank that. you. And then there. Thank you, yeah. Uncle Jay. Yeah, know. but that's where I think you pull them aside as the party starts and then you bring them like in like the living room and you're like, all right, open my gift right now. So that's where I was going. So that's where I was going. <laughs> okay. So that's where I was going. So. <laughs> So I catch wind of the like they don't because I because I got a really good gift this year. I literally called up uh, Mama Dukes. As you get older, though, right? You're you like you become better. I like to think, and you can spend more like money. Yes, and you're like exactly. all right. I'm gonna get her something fucking dope. Yes, exactly. So I called up Mama Bear and I said, "What is what is what is what does she want? Like, what's the gift that she wants? I'm trying to spoil her this year." She tells me the top gift. I'm like, "Got it. Good. Pretty pony. It's uh, it's, it's a called uh, LOL." It's it's called LOL Girls. LOL Oh My God Girls. That's what it's called. That. Guess how much. I hated hearing. I hate. I can't believe you even just said that sentence. It melted it's my face. It's called LOL Dolls, bro. It's called LOL Dolls. I'm not saying our dolls were any better, but we had way fucking cooler so, names. Guess how much the LOL doll was. I mean, what can it do? Um... Bro, what are you doing to me? Does it, like, can it, can it connect? I, I'll tell you. Does like, it have honestly, Bluetooth connectivity? All right, all right. Let me time out. Let me just say this. $100. Let me say this. $100. It, it was 50 bucks. You think I was spending $100? Hey. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to love that much. Okay. But, so I don't Alex know what it... Alex is a cheap it, date. <laughs> what did you say? I'm a cheap date? Cheap date, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some people listening. Around, like, mm, I'm not listening. I'm not inviting him to my child's, you know, party. I look. That's a good friend, though. So I think if you're, you're if you're gonna splurge or spoil, like those are the kids, like and you know yeah. your your niece and stuff like that. So, but so I don't know what the doll actually like. I don't know exactly what it does, but I will say two things. I did see like when I was purchasing it that it it's called like the re. It's a re like remix. It has like a song. There's a music component to it. I don't know. I, I don't know what what it is. There's a music and in the box, it comes in like this cool box and and kind of protruding outside of the box is a vinyl record. Okay, so, so you had to buy that. So I, I didn't even know when I, when it came in. And I opened it up. I was like, oh shit. Okay, this actually is kind of cool. Like this looks like that there's, stole a, your there's heart. a music thing. That stole your heart. That stole yeah. your heart. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that that's... Uh, I don't know where I was going with that story. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I said... Once I caught wind of the, like, not opening of gifts, I was like, nah, I don't agree with that. Yeah. So, I went... Disagree. Up, so, I went up to Chris and... I did, I did. I went to Chris to my boy, and I was like, "Hey, yo, heard about this? Uh, I don't agree. Can't she open up mine? No, can't she open up Uncle Alex's? Oh, I was like, maybe we could just do it by the car. She doesn't do it in front of everybody. But I was like, I gotta see her open up mine. I love that. Just buy the car. Yeah. So it's such so, like a- and he's like, and he did the. You gotta ask mom. Mm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's mom. So I went over to I went over to Mama Bear, asked her. She was like, Yeah, yeah, all good for sure. Um, so yeah, then we got to have like that moment of like, uh, her opening up that gift. We didn't do it by the car, ended up doing it in front of everyone. I was the star of the show and yeah, it was a good weekend. Wow. <laughs> really turned that back on you. I and love it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. All right. Well, are you ready? Open up the Janny's closet. I think it's time to let's clean some stuff up. Okay. Hey Frank, it's uh principal Asiman. Uh, how's everything going? Everything good. I hope everything's good. Listen. Uh, last week was a doozy. I would think we really put you to work. So you know what? Take the afternoon off. Uh, I need you to stop by the office, though. There's a five spot on the desk waiting for you so you can go grab some Newports. Love you. Bye. Wow. Um, administration must have felt, you it's know. It's Christmas time. It's, it's, it's holiday season. It's Hanukkah. You know, I don't like... know if the five spots going to cover the Newports, though. <laughs> The principal Os- principal Osman's not a smoker. Yeah, she doesn't. She, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She she's she thinks it was like when she, she knows was her a mom kid. was a smoker and when then they were those Virginia Slims were three seventy one. <laughs> right, exactly. Got it. So um, talk dirty to me. All right, Tame Impala. I had um, kind of a different vision on what I thought they were gonna be because I've heard some songs, but I didn't think that's kind of what a majority of that sound was um one of the songs i liked was is it true yeah that was really, really good drums on that one yeah um and i think that's kind of i feel like that was early on and when he went synth that was yeah that, that well that was later when he went synth when he started yeah when, but yeah. when he started to go more synthy yeah. that i felt like was one of those maybe one of the first cuts or something when that's when i really heard that's how it actually kind of change newer album but but either way um did i did you check that, out the rocky stuff too because that was like or like the psychedelic stuff because that was the stuff yeah, that yeah, i'm yeah. interested to see if you like because i think you you would like a lot of I, stuff. it drew it actually drew me in the other direction though really i think i liked more of the synthy stuff from them and i it was well that's what i thought was, you would like more yeah 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 but the but the synth the, stuff the psych stuff is a little yeah, but it was it was really good. Um, I thought the playlist was great as far as like pulling from all the different albums because mm-hmm. it gave you a very good taste of, yeah, of everything I, that they've yeah. kind of put out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I wanted to add everything, but I was like, no, let's make let's conceptualize this a little bit better. Yeah, but I thought just the way you kind of put it together, it was just uh, it sounded like that 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 exact playlist I could play over and over and over again. All right, so Tame Impala, thumbs up. Thumbs up for sure. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. like, they will actually definitely be I like incorporated Tame, into you know Tame, my playlist and stuff. Yeah, you know, sure. I mean, you know how important Tame Impala is to... I mean, I, I, just, yeah. I, I play too much. So, we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but... but, but, but Me pens- playing songs too much? Uh, yeah, actually. Okay, okay. So, but go ahead and just pin, put a pin in that Kay. for a little bit. Um, Pop pin in. Yeah, so... Um, uh, exploratories, how did... Um, 
So did you knock the did we, you knock on the door? We you, yes. Uh, we well let, you, let uh, me let me start before that. Open? We 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 actually went and finished up the Jack White Raconteurs oh, okay. Okay. um kind of tour. Uh-huh. So I'll be interested World for you tour. to Yeah, I'll be interested for you to go in and check the songs. So I'm I'm then now I'm allowed access. I'm in. I'm allowed to yeah, you, go you, in there and sweep. You can go in and sweep whenever you like. Yeah. Let's see. I might do this right. I might do this tonight. And uh I got a good amount through the doors. Okay. Um but let me just speak about uh what I wrote about the raconteurs and that is you know, after listening to Jack and then going into the Raconteurs, even know that he had put an album out since he had been with them, mm-hmm. I still thought that the best version of Jack is in the Rac- Raconteurs. Yeah. And I think that it's probably just a creative collaboration with your brother with them. I feel like pulling the best out of each other. Yeah. Even though, like, you know, I, you know, they could be different people and what they produce outside of each other. I always thought that that, like, synergy was just like a different cool sound and yeah. I still like that to me is the last frontier of rock and roll. I know we've yeah. talked about this a lot, but that is the most recent evidence I have that rock and roll in its kind of it's a, whatever it's, form it's regional a good form rock and still roll exists. Band. Yes. It's like it's one of the last few like really good bands. But that's to me like very rare. And yeah. there's a lot of I mean obviously I think that like you know I agree with you with like Jack's I've always me and my dad I've always have Jack's best stuff is when he was the raconteurs and, and we're obviously biased because our brother yeah. and son is in the band but I most things that I've read online they say the same thing like his other bands that he was in like Dead Weather and stuff I mean he was a drummer in that one and uh, on his own was like really good stuff even like but even the White Stripe stuff was really good but there's something about I and I think it's Brendan, but it's also it's probably relieving a Jack thing of too. some. You know, he had already done the White Stripes and put out some of his own stuff, and I think yeah. maybe he took some more creative, you know, liberties and stuff by collaborating with them and what he came up with. You know, so I don't know if like they had met in the '90s if they'd have put out the same right. the yeah. same type of no, stuff. no, probably not. You know what I mean? It, I think not. it was a really good convergence of both of their careers, like yes. kind of at the right time. Yes, and it elevated well, them yeah, both to like yeah, what I think. They both were they both were established. They both had the shit there. I mean, Jack. You know, you know, Brendan was bigger than Jack before, and then Jack after was bigger than Brendan, but like way bigger. Yeah. But the one thing I've always thought is Brendan just relieves Jack of some of yeah. you know the things that he usually has to do when he was in the White Stripes totally. and do everything and when he's on his own he has to do everything exactly he's taking so some like, of the load off yeah. Brendan's like you know coming in with like just as many songs already written as Jack and it's like okay oh I don't have to like sing this okay like and I can't I can't you know, remember the song but uh, there's a raconteur song where they're going back and forth and to me it's they like, always do the call and response it's really good that is just like to me like considering every part of the song you know like yeah the background like the guitar that you're going to add in as jack white you know what brendan's going to come in with the lyrics and just the way he's singing and harmonizing and, and you know the melody and all that stuff and what yeah. jack is doing so it was good to get dig more deeper into that nice. kind of forensically yeah, and get to that shit, man. yeah so <laughs> if you don't know you know yeah, go you know. do your own independent homework form your own opinion and if you don't like me suck um but the doors so i yeah. got into the doors and at, I'm going to read this to you in the order. And you, you always start chronologically, right? Yes, okay. at their earliest stuff, and yeah. I move up. And I saw, you know, L.A. Woman was a good of ma- a good amount of albums in. Yeah, when so, oh, I said it? Yeah, well, you had mentioned it. That's one of... You were like, yeah, that's like... And I could tell, and 
So it was interesting going. So it's, the first thing I wrote is I thought that at one was first like the last good one in my opinion. So that <laughs> that they suffer almost kind of like from the black key syndrome, where a lot of their their music sounds because of the keyboard similar. Because it's because of the the it's because the piano and the and bass. Because he plays the bass and he's playing. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Uh, and it's you know it's very surf and psychedelic rocky. It's you Oregon. know to me like some of that early kind of surf rock kind yeah. of stuff. And then I think L.A. Woman is absolutely where they 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 hit their best version of their of themselves. Yeah, and yeah. they remove some of that overbearing or loud keys the way that they're recording it. Yes, and yep. they actually get like way to more me moody, like yeah. way more jazzy. There's some blues like, stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, like Morrison is really on his jazz singing fucking trip in that shit. Like yeah. he's really like. And I got a couple albums after that, but. You know, as I said at the beginning, where I said they suffer from black key syndrome. At the end, I said they're surprisingly diverse. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. They, yeah, they're they. I, I, it's the organ. It's it's because the got Ray, Ray Mazur. I can't remember. I can Ray Mazurinek, whatever his name is. He plays the organ up top with the left, and then down here he's playing also the bass. He's playing the bass part with his right hand, and up top he's playing the organ. So he's playing rhythm up here, and he's kind of playing like you know the uh, the backing, uh, what you would call it, with down here. And then there's just a guitarist and a drummer, and then a gym. So it's like th there's only so much that guy can do with to one fill fucking the space. hand yeah, on yeah. both on two instruments. Yeah. So you that's why it's and the and the, and the organ always sound the same. He never changed the tone of that. Well, the, and that's Which I think cool, part of it. Like yeah, but. Like I said, at the beginning, I thought one thing, and by the end, or not the end, but from what I've gathered so far, and I put a good amount of the doors on that playlist compared to some of those other artists. That the doors are a mood, more. man. They're a whole vibe. They're yeah. That's kind of like what we were like talking about last time when you were said like you were listening to it, and I was like, oh, I, I'm excited like listen because you have to like be in the mood for them. Yeah, well, to, yeah, and there's... Uh, it's not just, like, your normal 60s, like, rock or 60s, like, you know, psychedelic. No. There's definitely a that. shadow. There's a shadow that Well, that's that in there, but it's like just them. not yeah. your normal. It's not like that's not... It's yeah. not like that. Yeah, but it was definitely something I enjoyed. Um, I'll say I was a little surprised. I thought I was going to like them. I didn't think I was going to like them as much as I did. Sweet. Okay, all right. That's yeah. good. I like that. I so like I'm, that. I'm on. I'm on the doors for sure. Nice. Uh, so Alex, it is that time of the week, and it's I need to know favorite. what did you learn this week? So this week I learned uh, something that uh, we built back during the Cold War. Uh, uh, and if everyone, if any, if anyone doesn't know, the Cold War was that war where nuclear weapons were not only heavily involved, but uh, both sides' fingers were on the button. You know, mm. they were on the trigger and they were ready to pull, and it was it was dicey there. And I learned that uh, we invented this tank, this tank that on top of the tank, you know, instead of having you know, like on tanks where they have the 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 blaster that like you can move both ways and yes. whatever. Instead of that, you know, moving and doing that ways, they had two jet engines on top of it. And it was called the Big Wind, and we made a bunch of these. Major, we made a bunch of these, and it was strictly for when shit would go down, and like there were just 
sites of like nuclear debris and stuff where bombings and stuff were happening and we needed to get through we would bring the big wind in and it would turn on the jet engines and literally just like blow away all of the nuclear debris and like keep it like keep the dust just like how you like blow the leaves and stuff like after you're done cutting the lawn so a nuclear leaf blower yes it was a nuclear leaf blower I love that. And yeah, and uh, we, we, we built a bunch of them like just in case like shit was gonna go down, you know, nuclear waste and like uh, what you would call radioactive shit would not uh, affect us because this thing would literally come in and blow all those clouds and all of that debris out of the fucking out. out but the that's way. like only if you survive the blast and all the nuclear fallout doesn't get to you. You're still definitely getting cancer within like. 15 well, I years. think if you from like, what I well, and I, there's not a nuclear holocaust. Well, no. What from what I was like kind of understanding was like if they used like nuclear uh, weapons on you know us to attack us and like. And then we needed to like go through, like keep going uh, on, you know, on the enemy. We need to get through because like that type of stuff you can't just drive through. You have to go around it. But with this thing, you fucking blow it all the way, and then you, you like you have, you have a you have a straighter mm. path instead of having like okay, now we have to go over here, and then like then they do it over wonder, there. Wonder you know? what other other like crazy shit they have. I know, dude. If you they should, have. You if they have see the picture of this thing blowers. too. It was like you should see. It's literally, it's what you imagine a tank with two jet engines on it. I want to see that. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa. like that engineer had a field day when he got that assignment. Oh my god! Like he was just like, I get to do, I get to make what? He's like, honey, I'm going to work early. <laughs> yeah, he was stoked. The big wind. Wow, Jordan, what did you learn this week? Um, I had actually two different ones, but I'm gonna go with the main one. You can give and, me both. Because um, sometimes I, I, I had two last week, didn't I? I think you did. I think I had two little mini appetizers. Today I'm going to tell you a little bit about Magnus Carlson. Talk to me. Sounds like a, uh, a guy that's just really strong. If I told you, yeah, that's actually what like I thought. Sounds like a strongman. Uh, that's what I thought. But it <laughs> those guys out... in the strongman. Did you ever watch those like on ESPN, like when you were young, oh, younger? Yeah. Oh their, yeah. Their names was always Magnus. Yeah. Magnuson. Yeah. Magnus. Vagna, Magnus. Magnus Vermagnuson is yeah. one of the guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, he is not known for moving large boulders. But actually, quite small ones. This uh, world, just recently, marble. he is the uh, he has been the grandmaster already, but he had the largest um, margin of victory in chess in a hundred years. He beat uh, a fellow Ruski, Jewish Ruski, uh, seven and a half to three and a half, and is now officially is that like moves. No, that's like games. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you play like out yeah, of like yeah. twenty-two games or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But he wrecked the dude, and um, so he and won by the largest margin of victory. This is right years. now. Yeah. Okay. This just happened. So Norway actually holds the grandmaster champion of chess in the world for the last decade. Wow. I mean. I feel like anybody would have went to Vegas and put everything on on Russia. It's us or Russia. Yeah. Well, I think we had that time in a little bit there when we had that one guy. What was his name? Bobby. Bobby Flay. Bob, Bob, Bobby Fires. Bob, Bobby Freeze. It's the movie is Bobby Where'd Fears? You Go, Bobby. Bobby. F- Stop Bobby doing F stuff because all I'm hearing is Flay. <laughs> I feel like it's an F. Oh my God! That's gonna Bobby that's, Weir's. That's Bobby, also Bobby. sticking. Bob Weir. Bob Weir. Is that where you're going? 
Bobby, F- I feel like it's an that F. one's all that's sticking in my craw almost more than Ian not being here. <laughs> all right, well, um, okay, give me this, give me the second one. All right, the second one is they are allegedly building in New Zealand. I don't know. Did you see this article? In no. I, as you know, on every airplane that ever flies anywhere, there's what's called a black box. And when the when oh, the, I think I did see. And this. when the airplane goes down, the black box t- records what occurred so I, that people know what happened. Was, and was, in New Zealand, was, this is fucked up. This is this the ro- this, this one, after the robot news. Yeah, oh, this exactly this one. I saw this one, and it, it drove me more and more into like a weird depression. And, and I was just like, this is too much for me to handle. It was it's it's kind of heavy, but basically, it's in New Zealand they are building a black box for Earth to basically record metadata of our what down, is it, our of downfall our, of our plane crash of, of our, our of, of our uh, slow plane crash our, so that our human so when aliens come here and they see all these resources that we just you know basically you know just raped and pillaged um, that they'll know what not to do when they find that's the next like Earth. yeah that was like the end of the article too it was like. The only reason why we're doing this is for so for when anyone does like find this, they know exactly how we went down and not to do not just don't do that. And I was just like, let yep, like that's like guys, that's where we're at now in like you know with this with 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 human life and how long we're gonna be on this. We're at the part, we're at the chapter in that book of human life where. We, we started know the diary. our fate. We started the diary. We now know our fate. We can see it. We don't have the date, but we know our fate. And yes. we are now preparing for it. That's the chapter. That's where we're, we're at. In. In the, that's where we're at in the movie. Yeah. So like pretty early, but there's ugh, you'll see. Yeah. There's gonna be some M. Night Shyamalan twists and turns here at the end. Yes. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Um uh where we I at? have um, I have the name. Is it anything? It, it's Bobby F. So fuck. fuck. So fuck you. Bobby fuck. <laughs> uh, where'd you go, Bobby? It's not an un- Bobby fo. That's not an uncommon name. Okay. What is it? Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher. <laughs> Damn it. Bobby Flay. Yeah, Bobby. Um, where'd you go, Bobby Flay? <laughs> I'll, I'll be, we're gonna be writing that. We're gonna be writing that doc. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, one. All right. So one of the things that we were talking about, like in the uh, pre-show meeting uh, as well, you said you had, and you kind of you teased it to me, and you wouldn't even like really tell me. You said you had like a music like uh, discussion. Yes. yes. That you you would like to have. Well, I I was thinking about. You know, the podcast, and, and you had alluded to it earlier, how there was Tame Impala is, like, something that you'll, like, play over and over again. And I thought it was just interesting because I started thinking about the the way that I consume music. Mm-hmm. And the way, you know, for me, it to me, it, it's a very, in an ebb and a flow of, like, how I go in and out, I guess, of either listening to new people or how much I'm listening to one stuff or switching genres. So I'm just curious, like how do you see the way that you consume music compared to how you feel most others do, I guess the, um, I would say, cause I was talking to my dad and basically I was saying, you know, I feel like there's, you know, Alex consumes music completely different from the way I do. 
Yes. I have my playlist. I sit on my playlist. I go out. I venture out of the the into the zombie apocalypse for supplies, and I find some new stuff. Or maybe I'll get to something, and I'll listen to a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go find something else, and I'll listen to a lot of that while taking those and putting them back into my playlist, you know, building kind of what's there. But, like, I'll get stuck on one area, and I feel like as I explained to him that you are the shark of the ocean. You're the great white that (laughs) cannot ever stop moving. Yeah. Got to get water through the gills. I feel like you're Mm -hmm. always, you're, you're downloading it, but you're moving on. You're always moving on for the next high. I'm downloading it and moving it on for, to the next high. Definitely. Um, when it comes, it may, I'm, but I, but I'm, the download never gets lost, but, but the way that I can, honestly, the way that I can consume music and I, I, Talked about this a lot. I use music predominantly to either put me in a mood or get me out of a mood. That is like how okay. I've learned about my the way that I am obsessive with music and, and, and everything. I there's there's usually two reasons why I'm when I'm listening to music, what I'm trying to do. I'm either trying to get in a mood, heighten that mood, be in that mood, or I'm trying to get out of a mood and I'm using music to get out of it. So that's interesting because for me, my mood is my music. Yes. You're so getting into I'm it and saying, that's the mood. Mine's... I'm sitting on it and soaking in it. Right. Where you're using it to kind of get to that next that next spot. Yeah. And, and there's like, it's, you know, like everyone, like there's like there's things that like give like everyone like joys and like people love to eat. some people love to eat, some people love to cook, some people love to, you know, do meth, some people like to fucking drink. I my my addiction, my drug is music. I like like even there's like there's times where I'm just like, oh, um, I'm watching like I'll be wa- I'll literally be watching like the Packers game or like the Braves game, and I'll be like, you know what would make this better? If I pop this on mute and then go put on fucking, you know, got it, <laughs> some Bowie, like that Ooh, would make like, this I better. I like where you went with that. Like, and then, and then I go and do that. It's unnecessary, but I, but I feel like it is in that mm. moment. It's like it's like maybe I just use it like as a yeah, like I use it as a drug. Like maybe that's how kind of maybe that's how drugs are used. Don't 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 you use drugs to heighten the mood or to get a, if you're fucking really sad about something, you're bummed out something, you fucking drink and or oh, I got that promotion day, you do fucking drink. Maybe yeah. it's maybe I use it as a drug. Celebratory too for sure. It's a good therapeutic session here. But that's interesting though and like I said it's just um it's an interesting situation where, you know, I think everyone kind of does it a little differently. You know what I mean? Yes. But if you have any, and, and you can call or text in 305-741-3671. Yeah, I would love to know that. If there's a certain way that you recognize that maybe you think is like different or something that you do, then I'd be interested to I hear it. I would love to hear that. Yeah, because that's a good question. Like, because... Yeah, that's that heady fucking music fucking question that that I want to I want to know I want to know what other people feel about that. Yeah, what was your dad saying? Well, no, he we were um, I forget what we were we were talking about. Um, I think actually the Doors and mm-hmm. how I was going to get into them, and just you know he was calling it a mood and kind of like you know right. And then I was just explaining how I'm making the playlist and how I'm choosing to like kind of navigate you know learning about new people and new sounds and all these different things and it just i don't know we got onto the conversation of music and how it's kind of consumed and it's just some you know that's kind of how it went but um so yeah if you guys have any interesting things that you do 
Um, and and definitely check out our playlist at Jaylet the Kid and at the Well Fed Boy. Uh, the Well Fed Boy, yes. The Well Fed yes, Boy on Spotify. Boy. We got some goodies in there for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, get in there, check it out, and let us know. Let us know how you guys listen to music. Or on Spotify, I think it's just Well Fed Boy. Yeah. Well-fed Speaking boy. of Spotify, uh, that Christmas Cuties playlist is out there, guys. If you're at your fucking, if you're in the car, you're at the Christmas party, and you want some cool, good Christmas music, and it's uh, it's uh, it's it's um, it's it's suitable for work. You can play it. There's no cuss words. There's nothing crazy in there. I don't know really what type of Christmas song would have. So a lot it's of not cuss Bing Crosby, it. but it's also not. It's not Bing Crosby. No, it's got funk in there. It's got Aloe Black. It's like James Brown Christmas, Motown Christmas. It's like it's it's a lot of cool shit, and it's really long, so you don't have to worry about that. You know how we always do here. We make long ass fucking playlists. We make we make playlists that would get you through like a whole day. So yeah, go yeah, check you're out like Christmas you're at, that's a, see. I never make thing, a playlist that's like below five an, hours. I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> you are. Uh, yeah, your playlist. I feel like I'll have a good one, and then I'll go look at yours, and it's like eight days worth of music. Yeah, yeah, yours, yeah. your shit's insane. Yeah, so go check out Christmas QD's uh, shameless plug there. Um, I got I got to post again on. Uh, on uh, shut the funk up. I gotta get draft and post that a little bit more because I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to push that one. Yeah, no, that's a that good one. one. I mean, I definitely because it is because honestly, it's, it's like it is really good. <laughs> at at the Halloween party this year, yeah, we played the Halloween playlist. I, know, I was like in heaven. Yeah, and it was great. <laughs> and it was the interesting things about those playlists, those themed playlists, are choosing how, or trying to figure out how you're associating it. Because sometimes yeah. it's obvious, Merry Christmas. But then there's other stuff that you're like, oh, because it's fucking Jeezy the Snowman. Yes, you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, it'll be, it won't sound anything like you know Christmas chimes in the background, but they'll be like, oh, it's uh, Christmas and Hollis. That one's on there. There you go. That one's on there. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, so I got another thing that's stuck in my craw besides this whole Ian Absence thing. Talk to me. This weekend... Sunday morning, uh, I was going to get, pick up uh, some supplies for the barbecue, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I have found something that occurred to me, um, and I think I might be running for political office now, because I think I've found my platform. Oh, this is good, because i got a political that, office uh, thing as well to, to uh, piggyback on with you. Okay, well, you could be my running mate, maybe. Yeah. I need to see kind of what your history is. And... So you were at, you were going to the grocery store. You're at. You I, were... I was going. I mean, I was going to the gas station get some propane. You were in and the car. I needed to pick something up, but here's what my issue is, and I think we can all be united on this front. In Fort Lauderdale, city proper, you cannot purchase beer before 12 p.m. Uh, did not know that. Yeah, from a gas station. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Well, look, I think you know pre pre football Sundays. I feel like I'm always I'm always trying. I'm always somewhere so at ten thirty six a.m. You went somewhere and to do, and you couldn't get it. Correct. They had a caution tape in front. Where of, was this at? At a gas station in Fort Lauderdale. Now you could probably go get it. You could get a beer at a restaurant or a bar. But you can't buy a pack of beer. I did not know that. I and did not know so, that. luckily, you know where I live. I live right on 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 city lines. So I popped right across oh, 441 to the CVS. I was about to say, yeah, you just go to Peters. I popped right across and hit the CVS and got my suds. Wow! But I think that I, I can. Not, unite. I've been. I was born. And raised we here. need I to. That. We need legislation to remove 
the ban on alcohol prior to 12 p.m. I, on Sunday. I know it's the Lord's Day. I know we can come together. I'm going to tell you this, though, right now. That's a new law because I, without a doubt, 100% remember in high school doing beer bongs and shotgunning and chugging like six packs of Bud Lights in the morning before school on a fucking whatever day you want to pick. Oh, no, no, no. Only on Sundays. Only on Sundays. Only Sundays. So this it's is a prejudice day. against football. That I mean, there's a lot of people that I think should. You think be it's a Lord's Day thing? You think it's a thousand percent gotta be? Because they don't want you drunk at fucking church. Must be. But here, have some wine while you're here. Yeah. Just a, just a <laughs> That's taste. That's what they do. Just hey, a don't taste be to fucking get you drinking through. out in the in the parking lot. But uh, in about thirty minutes, in the body of Christ compels you, and here's a little sip of some fucking of the body of I guess his blood. Who knows? Just those fucking just a little boots. taste to get you through. Yeah. It's gotta be, yeah, you're right. I take yeah, it's not football. No, when I'm when I yeah. lived when I first moved down here and I lived in Oakland Park, I had to go across I remember of, experiencing that in Tampa as well. Yeah. When when we when we went to Oh Tampa. Georgia. Georgia, it's the same yeah. thing. You gotta buy your alcohol from a gas station, I think before midnight yeah. on on Saturday. And then you can't buy it again until I think twelve o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. That's been a law forever because when I was a kid, we used to fucking scramble to get to the gas station and go on a B-W-R-U-N right right before the end of the night. Wow. Damn. But yeah, Fort Lauderdale, shame on you. Shame on you. I thought you were better than that, man. Yeah. uh, A city that represents... Miami Dade don't fucking do that shit. They... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just they saying, can't. I'm they just, can't. I'm just saying. There's no way. No. There's no way. No way. There's no way. There's fucking no way. If you're open till 6 a.m. or like space, you just never close. <laughs> yeah, right. You can buy beer. People leave you want. 11 at like 8 in the morning. Yeah, like they're, that's they're, that's 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 real. People do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think I might run on that political platform. Um. Do you you have something as well? Yeah, I want to piggyback real quick with um. I think. Because a, a couple weeks ago, um, we had um, the an, an inaugural uh, throat goat. A throat goat. Yeah, I think we had an, an inaugural throat goat with your uh, What Did You Learn This Week when you introduced us to uh, the uh, sex worker out in Vegas. Yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's uh, getting that, that should be receiving a plaque from us uh, within the week. Yeah, um, I forget her name, but... We salute to you. I think her name was Bobby Fisher. Mm. Um, Bobby Flay. <laughs> and Bobby Slay. Bobby um, Slay. And so I think we have a new throat goat. We have a new one. We have uh, we have another one. The, this might be honestly. We there's only two I, right now. Well, there's about to be two right now, but this could develop into a new segment called Throat Goats. Throat goats, okay. But I think we have a new um, uh, inductee into the throat goat Hall of Fame, and it's Nancy Reagan. Oh, yeah. I heard some whispers and some murmurs over the weekend. Did you, did you hear a little? Did you little hear something through the? I heard through, some, the, through the wall. Did you? Yeah. Like, little, for, I have some the sources bed clanking up against some. I have some sources within the Reagan administration that that had. Did mentioned. You, yeah. Did you see? Uh, um, I mean, it will all start with like Madonna. Yeah, I and saw all that. the meme or whatever. But what you it turned it. into, uh, you know, what it started off was 
Madonna like posted, but Madonna's been on a little trip lately. Madonna's been posting some stuff, but that's not new she's, for Madonna. She's little kimming her face. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, it's like unrecognizable. Well, I don't think her ass and stuff. I don't, there's a there's a, there's a few, her tits. I don't think there's a lot of things I don't think are real on there. Correct, but but yeah, when the faces. you go when you go that far. There's no like Lil Kim doesn't look anything like what she used to look. She doesn't like. look yeah yeah you don't like, look who you are. Madonna's face is completely different from yeah. like what she was so even. She, yeah, so 20 she's years been ago. out there. She, you know she she been she been throwing that thing all, 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 you know everywhere, and I I think like some conservative side uh, YouTuber or something like posted like well this is what Nancy Reagan was doing you know when she was sixty two I think that's something like, whatever whatever however, however old Madonna is I. She's probably sixty-two, honestly, and uh, you know, you know, showing Nancy Reagan like wearing like you know button downs in the in the Oval Office, um, and then all the people, the lib, you know, the libs, they they come running out and they're like, they just start spilling beans on uh, Nancy Reagan's background. They're like, oh, you think this chick was, uh, you know, all America's oh, yeah. sweetheart? What was she doing? Apparently blowing every fucking uh, exec over at MGM uh, in the parking lot to get to get movie roles because don't forget Nancy Reagan was uh, an actress as well. Yeah, she yeah. was an actress as well. Her and her and Ronald were were were, were running Hollywood. Got to do but what you got to do. Apparently, yeah. There's a couple books out there from you know old MGM execs and you know people in the biz and they used to, they they were you know they said like uh, you know Nancy Reagan was like. You know, she was banging people to get to the, you know, to get roles and, you know, get to get to the top and do, do this, this and that. And there was a quote in one of them that said she, she, she made her money and like made her way to the top in the MGM parking lot, quote unquote. Nancy, you dog. Yeah. So we, I think we have a new throat goat. Congratulations. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you, you guys think Monica Lewinsky and you think like Melania's were here, bro. Mm. Well, there's there's many before. Mm-hmm. Okay, these the the these uh these uh what are they call the first uh the first woman what are they call the first woman first woman yeah the first woman of these countries they've been out there they've been doing that thing okay mm. they've been hiding it Nancy Nancy I I think I saw in the article it was like she always said yes. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things that they're just like, it's just like, ah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is like life. terrible now. But yeah. like back then, like that's just what you had to do. It's what you had to do. and just fucked up. Honestly, you had to do it up until about five years ago. Up yeah. until about Weinstein. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So. She paved the way. She was, uh, you could say she was the Rosa Parks. So. She blew the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's number two on just, that's going to make Alex giggle. I know. List, okay? Those yeah. things are going to make Alex giggle. Yeah, of course. Um, I say we get into this? Yeah, let's go. Right? Yeah, let's, let's get go. into the Peacock. Right, let's get into it. Lego. It is that time of the season of when uh, peacocks come out at night. You know, uh, as always, 
Jordan, they can find the Peacock on Spotify, right? Peacock's in music. Type it in to the top, the little search bar. It'll probably be the most searched playlist in the world. Um, go there. Uh, definitely click that little follow button. Believe me, you want this following you around at all times. Yeah, you want this. You want this stalking you. You like, want this like zombie status type shit. You want this yeah, thing just. This is the Walking Dead. No matter where you go, yes. we will find you, and we will. You'll hear us coming. Uh, yeah, from like lot, yeah, drooling and yeah, no from elbows. like miles away, you'll hear us. You know. Um, but yeah, peacocks and music. We put the episode on. All the peacocks we're talking about. They're right there, right after that. A beautiful little playlist, and then it goes right into the next episode. It's a beautiful thing, folks. Yeah, so just um, listen to it, subscribe to it, get into it, and tell us mm-hmm. what you think. Um, so uh, this week's Peacock is Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge, 1971 to present. It's an R&B disco and soul group. All sisters. They have to be, right? Do you know them? You know no. when I tell you, you no. Know. Probably then, maybe. Um, we have uh, we we have a cowboy stick of an episode for you, so I couldn't do a, a crazy peacock for you. But no, next week's gonna be fucking a doozy for you. Okay. So teaser there, a lot of teasers in this episode. Like that. So Sister Sledge, uh, uh, born and raised the natives of, of, of Philadelphia. They're Philly girls. Philly girls. We got Debbie, Joni, Kim, and Kathy. Well, give me that one more time. Debbie, Joni, Kim, and Kathy. I love that. Cecile, uh, she, she kind of... A plus she, to their parents. Yes. Yeah. The dad was a coxman. Um, so they're the daughters of Broadway tap dancer, uh, uh, Broadway tap dancer and fellow coxman Edwin Sledge. Mm. And uh, their, uh, their That's mom... That's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. And their, act, and their mom was an actress uh, named Flores. Flores. Stredge, excuse excuse Whole me. Whole fucking Flores family. Sledge. Um, what a great last name, right? When I was like doing it, I was like, Sledge is a cool name. Cool last name. Yeah. You were like, you were definitely cool in high school with that last name. Oh, Sledge. Like if I was like, if, if I was a Sledge, like my son would... Hammer. Would be... <laughs> it can't be, but fuck. Why? Like it's because Hammer Sledge is like, damn it, you just want it to be the other way. But that also sounds like it could be like a Scandinavian name. Hammer Sledge. I need one of my. I need. I need either Debbie, Joni, Kim, or Kathy to go uh, marry like a fellow like Finlander or Norwegian named like Hans Yammer. Yeah, and so they can get like the hyphenated Yammer last sledge. name, so they can get this hyphenated sledgehammer. Love that. Oh my god. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Uh, when they're younger, they received vocal training from their grandmother, uh, Viola Williams, and uh, they would play at like local churches and all that stuff. And they actually then they formed a band um, early on, and they were called. This band name is gonna blow your mind. Give it to me, Mrs. Williams' grandchildren. Wow, <laughs> I love that actually. <laughs> like, like I love. I, there was two things going through my mind when I like I like when I was doing this. I was like, one, I, the grandmother's name must have been powerful in that community for her to like. Yeah, you know, like she probably she held, like. I feel like Mrs. Williams held some weight. That's either like you said, like a church singing group or a or a, a death metal group. One of the two. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Mrs. Williams' grandchildren were on the circuit. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, uh, fast forward to 1973, uh, they released Mama Never Told Me, which released, uh, which, uh, which, um, climbed to about just like top 20. It was like 19, I think it was. Okay. In, in the UK though, they, they were, they were, they were big overseas. They were, they were really big overseas, uh, more so than they were here. Um, but yeah, that, that first one, uh, Mama Never Told Me reached uh, like a 19 in the UK. And uh, Japan loved it as well. Japan, Japan, loved, man. Japan loved it. What's, uh, they what's have up a, with them? They just they want to be us. They, they talk want, about they just, like weird things they're into and they like just, listening to music. Weird. We want to be like them, and they want to be like us. Like we want Tamagotchis, and they want funk music. You know? Fuck. Okay. So that's a fair trade. It is. We. I think it's fair. We'll take your karaoke. You guys can have soul music. Okay. You know. That one I that's not, not that, that that's that not, one, I'm that not I want to let go of that <laughs> that karaoke that's not fair that's that's not good though I <laughs> let's just say George we're like s- we'll give you a hamburgers yeah that's about it yo yeah you get McDonald's <laughs> you, how about that yeah <laughs> that's funny um so uh two years later though they finally released like their like debut album called Circle of Love. With many songs written by Gwen Guthrie, and if you don't know who Gwen Guthrie is, she's your typical, you know, kind of behind the scenes uh, chick that wrote just songs for everyone: Benny King, Bob Marley, like Al Green. Like, there's this, like, I was gonna go through it and like, but then I was like, hold on, I have to stop because then this is gonna become a Gwen Guthrie uh, Peacocks in music. She's just behind the scenes. She just is a fucking songstress. Okay. Yeah. Songstress. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but so so they had like a little they had a little success. We you know with Circle of Love, nothing like too crazy. They did have Gwen Guthrie like on board, uh, writing some of the songs to help them a little bit. But they never like I think like their biggest song like off that album was called Blockbuster Boy. It was something really corny. Love that. I yeah. Um, I'll I'll include that on on there for you. Yeah, um, toss that toss that in at the I'll, end. I'll throw that one. That's in, there. in the five dollar. That's in the five dollar. Yeah, movie. that's that's below the uh the yeah the five dollar movie pile at Walmart. Right. Um. So they were kind of at a crossroads after that first album. They kind of were like, I don't know, should we do this? Is this, this is going to work? And the record label that they were signed uh, to was a, a sister label of Atlantic Records. And Atlantic Records was, was a big record label. So. The uh, the sister label kind of went over to Atlantic was like yo these these you know they might jump ship, and um, really you know whoever it was over Atlantic uh, had a brilliant idea to introduce them to Nile Rogers and Bernard Edwards of Sh- of Chic. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> yeah. all. That's all you need right there. So you can see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to fucking Disco Town. Uh, and on January twenty second, nineteen seventy nine, you can see there was a little bit of a highs there. There was a little bit of a yeah for real of a pause there. They released their second album, which is produced by, uh, you know, the, the the you know the two fucking just absolute geniuses, um, and they had two just bangers off the album. The first one, which did re- reach number one on the charts, uh, I wonder why he's the greatest dancer, the greatest dancer. That oh yeah, one, that one reached number one, and then you would think this one was bigger than that one, but it actually only reached number two. I guess it was going up against something a little heavy. We are family. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's an all timer. You're gonna that's, hear you're gonna hear we are family at every single fucking. That song will will live in the black box once we're all dead. Mm-hmm. That song makes it. That's gonna be the ending credits. 
Yeah, that one is just uh, that that uh, that's a transcending genre, just like human song. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Like the pot, the Pittsburgh Pirates picked it up. I, I it wonder was... what it went up against. Uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, well, it was uh, it was uh, J- January twenty second, nineteen seventy nine, is when the album came out. So when was um, it? The se- tw- ni- January twenty second, nineteen seventy nine, is when the album came out. So yeah, I'll, like as I keep going through the uh, Peacock here, see if you can find uh, what it went up against. But yeah, it said it was. It only peaked at number two on the R. It's the R and B charts. Don't look up like you know the t- it's the R and B charts. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so that those two songs were just massive, massive, massive hits for them. Um, I got it already. Yeah, hit me. What did what did it go but up against? To me, this is going to be a little anticlimactic mm. because you're thinking. I'm thinking it's like thriller. You're you know, like, exactly, just like, and it's Prince not fucking kiss, and it's not. What is it's it? It's not. It's it's, it's hot just Crosby still by Donna Summer. Damn. That was a that was that's a good one. That's though. a big one though. Donna, that's when Donna Summer was on like just. That eaters. might also be. I think that's Georgia Marauder and shit too. And honestly, know? the more I'm thinking about it, we are family and hot stuff are probably on the same mix yes. for the family party you're going to. They're on that. They're on the same. Now that's what I call. Yes, music. jock jams. Maybe now that's what even, I call music volume. Or that's that's being played at the bar mitzvah. I can yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, that was good, good, good Google on you. Good Google on you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, both were, both, uh, both were not, both the song and the group were not nominated for many Grammys that year. They didn't win any, uh, looks like Donna cleaned up and, um, their follow-up album was also produced by Nile and Bernard's it had success, not as much as the one before, um, but uh, it never like really charted as well. But they had a number one and a number two hit. Yeah, they right. Were, I mean, back then too. I mean, honestly, even now, it's like, yo, you if you make a song like "We Are Family," it just stands the test of time. It's like you're kind of just set for the rest of your life. That's a kingmaker. You know, like That's Mariah like Carey, will tell you that right now. She right now is spending too much time driving back and forth to the bank. As as my former boss used to say. Mm-hmm. What, he, what he used to say about Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. I will tell you, he will probably say right now about Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, every every morning, wakes up, goes to the garage, and gets the wheelbarrow and goes and checks her mail. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what... That's what she that, has a bigger mailbox than everyone else <laughs> on the block. That's what the colonel used to always say about Lionel Richie. He goes, that motherfucker wakes up every single day, opens up his garage, grabs the wheelbarrow, and checks his mail. I remember the first time he said it, I was like, what does that mean? He's like, there's because there's so many fucking royalty checks in his mailbox. And I was like, you're the most brilliant person I've ever known. Yeah, we <laughs> haven't really discussed haven't or dissected the colonel, um, the the colonel, colonel yeah. enough. So maybe that'll have to we come. Should, yeah, we should have. We need to get, we, him, on, we we need to get him on the phone. We need to. I called him on Sunday, honestly. He didn't pick up because uh, he butt dialed me, I think. Um, but yeah, we got to start like sprinkling more colonel. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a main colonel was a whole that's too life. much to unpack. Yeah, that was a whole time An experience. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, um yeah. There's a tease for you. Yeah, there you go. Grab the wheelbarrow. Um so again, um they continued to put out a bunch of other albums, you know, had a lot like the rest of the albums they I think they put it out like four, at least four, maybe five more albums after that. 
of continuing to like almost like the into the '90s. So I think it was like when they like were kind of like done making albums. But they always had they always could they always relied on international success. Like they could always like every year pop over you know over there and like tour easy money here they we, they was like stale news that's always funny to me too when you're 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 bigger in an area that you're not from so that you're always like there's always a cash cow out there and you're always like fuck it we can go to the UK well i was wonder i was wonder is that how it is is the flip side like that like you know is tame impala like tame impala's from australia like are they as big in Australia as they are? Maybe that's a bad one because it's now. Like, yeah. what's one? I'd have I, to. You know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. a band that came well, out in another you know, country that doesn't really? Actually, I think I, I think I, um, you, I think I have one for you. We, yeah. I think when I was kind of looking them up, I think um, Little River Band is from Australia, and I think they were much bigger in the UK. Okay. Yeah, because that's one. And thing they I, were they were good there, but I think they were also like super popular in the in the UK. Because whenever I see that, I always think like, we're, are we just that snobbish, or like, or are we or are we just ignorant and we don't know that like it happens also to like all the like bands that are in, from other countries. Well, I think about and that we a love lot. Them here like, stuff. I know hip hop is really like an American form, so like, of course, it's going to be the most prevalent here. But I'm always wondering, like, there's people in the UK that are, like, huge and, like, awesome, probably. I don't know shit about. Or, like, from Well, France. actually, the rap thing might even be... Actually, actually, I think the rap thing might actually be the best thing for this argument here. Because what's a rapper... Like, I bet, like, 50 Cent is played out to us here now. Yeah. But I bet maybe, like, in Brazil or something, 50 Cent goes down. I don't know if you know like, what I mean? they're just is that getting a, is that a good I don't know if they're they, like getting like to a twenty minute like twenty years later. You know what I mean? There might be certain people, but like I'm thinking like exclusively to hip hop and rap. I don't know if anyone that's from America is bigger in another country than they are here. Drake would be the only example well, but I'm because more he's doing, from Canada well, and he's bigger here. Well, no, but but I'm more of like trying to do the like time frame of them. Not putting out it like you know they put out that in 1979, but in the in the 90s we were over them. So about 10 years later we were kind of over them, but internationally they were still big. So like, what's a rapper from 10 years ago? That's I why think, I did the 50 Cent thing. I mean, I think the blues for sure coming over to the UK, even though that happened pretty quickly. But I'll throw another one at you, maybe reggae, reggae to the UK, like when yeah when reggae like Bob came there. And like they ate that shit up, and oh. then Steel Pulse came out of there, and, and they like, were a Grammy Award winning. Like all that the UK stuff. ran with that, the Clash, and like so. Yeah. I, I would say reggae probably had a pretty profound uh, effect on. I yeah. don't know if it was ever bigger there than fucking Jamaica, but there's right. certainly more people in the UK. And they still like those UK. They still like shit. Remember, remember we did the Gorillas. What's his name? Damon Albarn was like he had a studio. He would always go to that studio in, in yeah. Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's your Peacock and Music people. Hope you enjoy. Go check them out. Um, Sister Sledge, four sisters that have like just like just really discoy stuff. It's good stuff. It's uh, it's it's you know you're gonna you know you're gonna know we are the family, but they got they got some of the goodies. <laughs> I already for can't remember the four names. I'm going Johnny, Jackie, it's Joey, Kim, Kathy, and Debbie. Debbie, Joni, Kim, and it's, Kathy. It's definitely Joni, Kim, and Kathy. 
<laughs> Debbie, Joni, Kim, and Kathy. Debbie, Joni, Kim, and Kathy. Get your ass in here right now. <laughs> Set the damn table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dinner's ready. Um. Okay. It's uh. It's time to uh to voicemail debrief. Okay. It's time to voicemail debrief. Give me a second here to uh, get everything hooked up in our super technically uh, advanced. And, and you had said, or you alluded to, you te- professional teased earlier that uh, there's someone here that 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 left a few or might not be happy or something like that. Uh, yeah. There's well, yeah. There's a lot of there's a there's a there's a couple screaming with it. Yeah. There's the the there's someone. And we'll get to it. Left four voicemails today. Okay. Yeah, and you know they're they're not the happiest, you know, with us. So give me uh give me a quick second here to uh, bring up the stuff, Mike. It's like what the fuck do we pay you for? Yeah, I know. It's he just leaves us on our own here. Um, let's make sure we got the speakers hooked up. Can you hear them in your headphones? No, you cannot. As can I, I, I cannot. Let's let's see if let's let's see if they will work. You know, on the outside headphones. Let's do that. How are we doing there? No. Okay. All right. We're good here. Okay. We're good here. Okay. So. All right. Lay it on me. Let's start with the first one here. Let's uh make sure we pump this guy up so we can all hear it here. All right. We got the first. Voicemail here. Let's go. This is Shayna Jean Adams, a.k.a. The General, calling in with not Creighton Joel Adams, but Creighton Van Buren Adams. And first off, got to say, I have a idea for you guys. I think you're going to like this one. U-turn signals on cars. Somebody needs to make that happen. But really, I'm calling in because you guys are talking about the days of mixtapes. And I just had to chime in and say that I absolutely loved that time in rap. They should bring it back. More people should do that. Love you guys. Keep potting. All right. That that was uh, General in my army. Yeah. Um. We yeah. The mixtape. The the, the mixtapes time was just. It and was it, the wild wild west. It was it, so much fun. It coincided too. And Shana with, was like, there for that. It coincided with like late high school. Co- like college time mm-hmm. which i think made it even better for us yeah and like because we were just getting into schools and like you know and with computers and all that stuff and burning cds so like a mixtape would come out you download it you'd burn it and you're or put it on the on the ipad uh, ipod and that was it like that we was were it. on it you know yeah that piff was our church Oh, I remember rolling around with Shayna all the time, and I would just be like, yo, I just burned the freshest new MP3 CD, 130 <laughs> songs. God, we don't make CDs anymore. That, you guys don't. You you, you millennials don't get it, and, and and I don't care if we sound old. You don't know what it's like to burn a CD that when you're done with it, you cannot wait to deliver it to said person. Oh, yeah. And if there's not too many songs on it, writing each song on it as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was, or the artists that were on the CD. I got out of my car actually to get gas earlier this week, and there was like some CDs on the ground. 
They could have been like CD-ROMs or some scam or some shit, but they were laying on the Just ground. Just like Norton like, antivirus, yeah. uh, AOL, 100, 100, 100, 100 hours. Yeah, 100 hours free. And I literally <laughs> was just like, I can't remember the last time I actually saw a CD. Yeah. yeah. Like an exposed CD. But um, uh, also, too, let's give a warm welcome to uh, the newest uh, you know, pod uh, podcast army member. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. You don't know that Van Buren is you definitely. Don't, you don't know that just because just because uh, Joel's wife Joel's wife birthed him doesn't mean he's automatically the 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 the, the son of a general can choose whatever side he'd like. Well, I was no, I wasn't saying my. I said podcast army. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, no. no. He's been drafted. No, 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 no. We don't know if it's a he, she, hey, they, them, hi, hellos. We don't know yet. It's All a right. podcast army. At least that, right? It's a draftee. Yes. No, he his draft slip got there with like the gift prior to him getting here. Yes. So, so he's in. So welcome. Whose um, side he's on? We're gonna have to put. Yeah. You we're, know. Listen, when tryouts start. We'll be there. We'll mm. have our we'll have our fucking you know clipboards. Arch Manning. We're just gonna be scouting him for fifteen we'll years. We'll see how it goes. Mm. You know. Okay. Let's get to the next one. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Easy with you, blow me night. James Kosher Dandy. Obviously, number one fan. Uh, just want to let you know that as the number one fan, I've already sent the Jalen the kid thirty dollars for the pre-order of my Shut the Funk Up podcast t-shirt. Um, I do expect to have an absolutely free sticker in there. Um, because that would be the first one. And I am the number one fan. And if that's not what number one fans do, I don't know. Waiting for my interview. Let's make it happen. See you guys in December. Okay, so that was uh, the, that was uh, Ian Hey, would you blow me? Um, I want to address two things. Two. One, he said that he sent you money, and then two, if this guy thinks t- uh, t-shirts are gonna be thirty dollars, he's sadly mistaken. We're getting that fucking nice American apparel material. Oh yeah. Okay. Butter. So soft. you might need to send another twenty at least to to, to my boy Jay. Yeah. Okay, and I'll let you know when I get it. Yeah, because because he's like right like right now. I'm letting you know, Ian. I'm looking at Jordan right now. He's on his phone typing and doing things. There's nothing there. Nope. There's nothing there. Don't see anything. So, uh, you know, we'll see you next week on that one. Uh, just one little quick thing to unpack. Although he, I'm, we're not sure if he's the number one fan. It sounds yeah, he like keeps claiming like that he. he it keeps sounds like that. he's the number one safest fan. I didn't hear any beeping there, I, and I definitely—he was definitely driving. I think he has learned his. I think he. I think we are helping. Did he put the seatbelt behind him in the seat and just click it in? That piece of shit would. You did do that. That Ian, piece of shit would. You should be here right now to answer for these. But you're not. Next voicemail, fellas. Ian, hey, would you blow me night? Jay's coach from Andy. Um, Sapwog fucking wins. Um, I. I think I'm literally going to go to Subway right now after hearing that order. I might fuck that up. I'm, uh, I love a good Subway meatball sub, but the way that he described it, I don't know if it gets any better. Um, you know, you might have given people a fucking chance to uh, bring that one back, um, but ain't no one beating that one. That one's, uh, that one's <laughs> yo, that, that's a goat order. I'll uh, talk to you guys. All right, so we, that's a goat order. 
That's a goat order. Yeah, That's Zach Wallach. Zach Wallach uh, has won. Uh, yes, the uh, the competition of best uh, fast food order. I had a, I had a few people actually. I don't know if I told you this. Reach out to me, and we're a little ticked off because they said Subway isn't fast food, and I need to. And I nipped it in the bud real quick. Uh, the subway, especially, was by it's over by you now. It has a drive through. It does have a drive through. So no one wants to hear that shit. Uh, we're giving it to him. He he did the homework, and he gave us the specific order. Your order wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't good enough. And also, just very quickly, uh, just two quick back to back. Hey, would you blow me? That was funny. But uh, I just do want to uh, give a shout out to my general. For Jay's Kosher Dandies, Ian Knight. Yes, yes, yeah. We had a couple Always repping. You know, I love that he throws it in there. Ian, I see you, and I uh, I thank you for being back, on the front we had, lines. We, have a couple, we had a couple back-to-back generals there. I am A-OK and very confident in mine. Mm. So, we're good. Let's get into the next one here. I think this is where we get into... Um, okay. Yeah, some... Uh, All right, I'm ready, I'm this ready. This is when we get into customer service. So, this is HR. Here, okay. so let's let's see. Oh yeah, baby. You better believe the rock is back between plane rides and going back and forth to campus and finally finishing up this semester albeit pretty strong guess who finally got caught up with the pod and has a few things to say the doctor is in i've been fervorously taking notes in my notes app so let's see let me just uh scroll here all the way up to the top. Okay. All right. So for starters, let's pop that Janny closet back open again. Because little do you know, I've been hiding behind the copious am- amount of Fabuloso and industrial floor scrubber uh, for months now. And boy, do my legs need a stretch. Uh, first hot take, and perhaps an unpopular opinion. I uh, really thought this when I was listening to the pod during spooky season, a.k.a. Choptober. Chop- uh, but let's be real. The sound bite or the graphic or whatever you radio folks call it, uh, that you guys use for the janitor closet is officially creepy. It's the nondescript kids yapping in the background, the ominous jingling of the keys, and that slow, eerie creak of the door that sends a shiver up this guy's spine. Right? Am I right? I, I can't be the only one. I don't know. Maybe I'm in the closet. Anyway, uh, here are some of my quips from the closet that I never texted in that have just been uh, percolating on the brain. Uh, so, okay, episode 37. You two knuckleheads were struggling with rhymes for Fauci, and boy, was I screaming into the abyss on this one. Slouchy Fauci? Grouchy Fauci? Pouchy Fauci? Or how about you two who are on the couchy Fauci? Am I right? Anyway, uh, episode 31. Lies you were told as a child. Uh, so I wrote down, crack your knuckles uh, as a kid gives you arthritis. Uh, sitting too close to the TV will ruin your eyes. Forget if you guys mentioned that one. Uh, waiting an hour after eating before going back and forth. I feel like Alex said this one because it involves food. Uh, or how about my mom telling me my entire life that I'm allergic to chocolate? 
because it gave me black circles in the eyes. Maybe that's a personal one, but I don't know. Maybe your parents said that, too. Anyway, episode 30. I just wrote down song parody, and I have down here, uh, so I think Walking on a Dream, but then replace that with Pooping on the Job. I'll let you guys sing that one. Um, episode okay, 20. hold on. All right, so... He he must have gotten. Did he? Did he, he must have gotten? Uh, he got cut off. Uh, he must have gotten cut off. And okay, so there's another one here that that's right after. Um, well, let, first of all, let's stop there because he's he there. He gave us a lot Woo! there. And those are the ones we love. First of all, I want to say some production value. Pro- uh, production value wise, it's called imaging. Mm. You know, he called it out of graphic, whatever. It's called in, in the radio podcast biz, those things the, that we do here that we hope delight you, which it seems like it delights The Rock, which we love that. I'm always wondering if people like the. Uh, the imaging that we do for the janitor's closet. I don't, oh, I, I no, was, it's great. Uh, that's called imaging. Mm. Yeah, and there are definitely keys and stuff in the back there. Um, the Alchi Fauci stuff. Listen, I said Alchi Fauci. Mm. The other one, the Couchy Fauci stuff, all of that's good. There's only like we're we're coming here. You know, we don't have the same brain as you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we, those were all really great. Those were good. Those were really good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this guy, this guy's catching up today. You know, yeah, he's clearly, yeah. he's clearly catching he's, up. He was scrolling back. Uh, what else did he say in there? Um, I can't. I'm trying to think of what else he. The chalk, the 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 lies your mom told you that oh, you yeah. are allergic to chocolate because it gives you circles <laughs> under your eyes. Yeah, that's super common. Yo, your Not, mom, you've been had. Yeah, your Dude, mom just didn't want to deal with you being a fucking your, crazy person. I was just about to say, I was like, your mom, you were literally the kid that ate chocolate and was just off the wall, hundred percent. And she was like, she yeah, lied, and she lied to you for but eighteen the other, years. <laughs> yeah, the other ones were good though. I mean, sitting close, I never, I never got to sitting too close to the TV thing. No, my mom definitely said that, but I feel like that's also definitely true. Um, and then there was, I, actually, I can't remember what the other one he said in there that I was like, okay, that's a good one. It wasn't the going, don't cracking the knuckles, cracking the knuckles. That was always, that was one that growing up that my, cause my sister was a big knuckle crackler. And she, Crackler. yeah, and uh, she would like, you know, that was something that was said definitely in the Benson household mm. of like, Mary. that's going to cause arthritis, which we all know now that's absolute bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. So <laughs> let's see if we, if this, this I love this. the, the imaging of him getting cut off and then realizing it like 30 seconds later. And then hopefully that this is just his continuing of a rant. What are we, what are we tapping messages now? Is there a limit? Okay, back to business. 41, can't be a Western if it's not out West. It's in the name, fellas, or else it's not a Western. Uh, episode 38, how did Jordan telling us, what did you learn today? He discovers Miami's nickname is Magic City. I thought this was a South Florida podcast because everybody here knows it's Magic City. Uh, in fact, when I was a kid, I thought it was weird that the Orlando basketball team was named the Orlando Magic and it wasn't the Miami Magic. I don't know. Also, most recently, episode 43, thinking about names for the guy's hamburger stand that put the humans in the hamburgers. Why not just world's best hamburgers? I mean, the guy has a patented recipe that nobody else in the block has. Anyway, that's my take. I'm sticking to it. 
Rock Out. I like him doing Rock Out because that's like a nice music thing he did there. But also Rock yeah. Out. But then he's also, it's like a double, yeah. Yeah. That's good there. Um, do you want to do you want to address his attack on your what did you learn this week with the Magic City? No one knows about that, and the Magic City Orlando Magic is clearly from Disney. This podcast is worldwide. Yeah, we're worldwide. This is an international podcast, dude. Yeah, you're a five six ace. Yeah. So, and then also too, because you whispered it to me as we were listening to that voicemail about tell him the the, the Orlando Magic from Disney. That's Disney, bruh. Disney. That's, that's Disney. Do you not know what Disney is? It's a magical yeah. place. I mean, have you ever seen like Snow White? Jesus Christ. And your hamburger suggestion for the name? Trash. Yeah. What was ours? Humeburger? Humeburger. That one's funnier. That's better. That one's better. Yeah. Let's rock. Let's rock today. Thanks, Jack. I'll take it from here. Hey, Matt, the rock Dugan. Back at it again. Uh, wanted to do a follow-up here on the Grind My Gears section segment, because uh, I know that um, hasn't been said in a while. I wrote a few things down here, uh, someone who's been traveling quite a bit. Clapping on a plane, can we, just, can we just put an end to that? We don't need to do that. This is a job. Nobody claps when somebody makes a sandwich at Subway, right? Uh, another one. People who leave time on the microwave. What are you, MacGruber? You got you to gotta defuse the bomb with three seconds left? You got to leave that hanging Chad? Let the thing go. Let it beep. Who cares, right? Big whoop. Uh, and then, all right, here's something I wanted to settle. When you give the neighborhood wave to your neighbor, do you give a full hand? Like, or do you give the two fingers like hail in a cab? I'll let you discuss. I'll hang up. Thanks for calling. See, this guy brings juice. He does. This guy brings juice. Those are like, like when we like when we say, "Oh, call in 305-741-36701, We do that. We're really what we're saying is, bring us content. Be on the pod. Yeah. Um. Let's 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 go. Let's let's do and let's let's do it. Let's do a thing here. Uh. First, the clapping on the plane. I I, I don't see I guess that. that much. I've never seen that. I've never yeah. seen it. I've never had it to me. I, I've seen it on the internet. Yes. But I've never been involved in, on that. I've heard that it's a Hispanic thing and that they would always like be praying and like when they land, they clap. Yes. I've heard that. And then... But never seen it. And then also, too, with the clapping on the plane thing, you know, no one claps for doing your job. Yo, why are you going in so hard on Subway? Yeah. I, what? You know what I mean? They have you, you tried Zach Wallach's, uh, you know, have you tried his order? Maybe you'll clap after that order. Maybe you will. You know what I mean? Now, the one the one little fucking jelly that I liked in his donut mm. was the, uh, the microwave. <laughs> that moved my monkey. That one moved my monkey as well. And, uh, like, the diffusing of the bomb, very funny. Are we McGruber? <laughs> very funny to me. And he has a point, because... I I am one of those. I will stop it at three seconds. Me too. I, I, there will there will be some type of internal gut reaction in me that says it's done. I also I feel like you have to open the door with one second. You can't let it beep. I yeah. I don't want to hear the beep. I don't want the beep. I don't want to hear the beep. No, I want to control. How I, my, I want the control. I want to determine how long it's in there. I might even or the other thing I do is instead of letting it beep, is I'll hit the another thirty. Right. Yeah, the microwave stuff, that was good. I like that. 
but I am an habitual offender of said. I like uh, the b- uh, bomb diffusing. I like the thought of you doing that and casually grabbing your lunch and and then walking away and then Dugan walking by and it ruining his day. Um, uh, one of the other things that he uh, also uh, talked about was um, uh, the way that you wave to neighbors. I uh, I'm do. A full hand. I do the. I have the hand. On the steering wheel, and I put the two fingers up. I, I do the. I see. Oh, okay. So like the acknowledgement well, of just two fingers up. They don't come off of the steering wheel. If I'm in the car, you're gonna get that. I think if I'm mowing the lawn and you're outside, you right. get the full hand. Yes. So it depends on the situation. I'm not going full hand. I got to go ten and two, baby. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah, there, there you go. That's the answer to your question. I like that. Uh, full hands a little much for me. Depends. You know, now if I'm, if I'm weed whacking, you get it. Now I'll tell you this, you know, if I'm pulling out the driveway and I'm coming down the street and my windows down, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting vocal stuff. You're getting audio stuff from me. I like that. You're getting me going, Hey, what's up? If I'm doing lawn stuff, I might stop. I don't even actually wave. I actually throw the hand in the air and there's no shaking of the hand i give you the hand for you're, about three like, seconds you're not, you're not, you're look, as though. i'm looking away as you're looking away because you're doing you're doing things i need them to see that i'm saying hello but i'm also going back to my weed whacking yeah i need you to say i need you to see that where i'm saying hello but you're in your car driving away going to i don't know just like summer air conditioning and i'm here getting that work done so mm. I want you to feel bad, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But you like it, like it, yes you do. Guess who? Matt Rockawenges, longtime listener, fourth time caller. But who's counting? Uh, Sigurd, since I'm up against the gun and you're having that conch fritter grace your presence in person this week, I have to take a big old Duke and dump on the pod with some music content. So my latest kink is seeing if bars have a jukebox and then commandeering said jukebox. I like to slip in Olivia Rodrigo between a smattering of 90s hard rock. However, the other night, someone hijacked the jukebox with not one, but two. Grateful Dead songs that lasted well over 30 minutes. And I was a steamy little potato. I let my opinion be heard only to be told to lower my voice or I would have to leave. Uh, I paid my tab and left. But I will never be going back there again. Uh, so anyway, this is actually a two-part question. In terms of jukebox etiquette, is that little stunt of playing extended songs that are a little too mellow for the room, is that a kosher dandy? Or sour candy. And also, what are some of your go-to songs on the jukebox? I'll hang up. Wow. I mean, I mean, if if you guys can see our faces right now, we are smiling from ear to ear. It is the eighth night of Hanukkah, and my parents (laughs) saved the biggest gift for last. Yeah. Um, So let's break that down. Um, He went hard in the paint on the Conch Fritter Republic. Oh, my God. That was really good. Alex fired. He said Conch Fritter, and Alex gave me a look of, 
wh- who is that? And before that look even got all the way out, he understood who it was, and we giggled yes. with delight. Um, we're going to skip over the, the Olivia Rodrigo stuff because that's you just trying to get a rise out of us. And we're just yeah. not going to eat. We're not going to eat that bait. That's the biggest folk pie you could. Yeah, make, we're not going to eat that bait. The second biggest definitely is the Grateful go, Dead. Well, no, uh, I like what? the dead in the right situation at a crowded bar. Yeah, it's almost. And especially the extendo song. You can't do that. And I'm going to go out on a limb and just say. The bar that he was at that he quickly paid his tab at and left. Good move. Chili's. Chili's? I, I, I feel like he was at Chili's. Getting the two for, or the three for ones? Getting the, yeah, two for one margaritas. I'm glad that you promptly paid your tab and left. Yes. And added that in. Um, um, but as far as jukebox songs, this is that, that's actually um, a good question because you and I um, have done this many times. Oh yeah, when he said commandeering the jukebox, I mean in the in the heyday of the quarter deck days, we would go in the back corner and you we would just have it either on the phone or you go there and put like ten dollars in and the next fifty eight minutes are all stuff that we are controlling. Yeah, so songs that are go tos for me are definitely um I'd say um, it depends on the bar too. It doesn't depend on the bar to me. My go tos are uh I these are my go-tos. Uh, uh, Long Cool Woman mm. by um, The Hollies. Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress. That one. Okay. Um, you know my go-to with... Uh, um, uh, it's it's a Skinner. It's the, the Skinner's song. Give that, Me Back My Bullets? Uh, no, it's or, the, um, the one that I, that I think I played for you. And you're like, what is this? In... in Oh, um, fuck. You got it's, it? Yeah, it's, um, it's the, the, the prostitute song, but yes, yes. I know, uh, I can't remember right now. Yeah. Um, my other go-to is, uh, is Marvin. That's, is it that smell? No, 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 no. It's, it's a little bit more deep. It's more of a deep track than that. Um, yeah. See if you can find it there. My other go-to is Marvin Gaye. Got to give it up. That's a go-to one. That's that one a, always one. Uh, sparks the ears. And then uh, my last one that is a big go-to for me is uh, CCR, Heard It Through the Grapevine. That one always uh, you know, perks the ears of said listeners, and that's what I'm usually going. I am the type of guy, I go to the jukebox because I'm a little DJ fucking nerd, and, I'm tr- and I load in the money, and I pick the songs, and I go back to my seat, and then I am just watching the room as my songs come on, and I'm seeing if heads well, that's are how bobbing. You get, that's how you get off. Yeah, that's how I get off. Yeah, that yeah. is how you get off. I mean, I think that's yeah. If you're really into music, and that's because like you want to set the mood and set the scene, and when you set the mood and the scene correctly, mm-hmm. you're you're kind of not only doing it for yourself, but you're doing it for everyone. Yes. And we will be the narcissists that say we can come in and save this place, and we will put. We on absolutely music. think that way. Yes. Yeah. Is the song on the hunt? Uh, I'm on the yes on the hunt. That on is the, hunt. that is that's the Leonard song. Skinner. That's the Leonard Skinner song that I that I play on on the hunt. That one because it's a song that you know the sound and you know the band, but you never heard before. Yep. You know, I'll give you like the other four that are like, oh, I know this. I can sing along. Oh yeah, I remember, I forgot about this one. I like this one, and then I then I throw the deep cut, and you go. You fuck you. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Allman Brothers Leonard, definitely some of that, depending on where we're at for sure. Uh, Marvin Gaye, Is That Enough? 
a, a classic yep. one of mine. Yep. Um, or Come Live With Me Angel by him as well. Um, definitely some Roots Crew. The Roots Crew usually makes a, a an appearance. I feel like you're pretty. I, th- I feel like you're also pretty good for like a, a Rick James in there. I feel like you're, yeah. you're a good. You, you all Prince really Rick, the, Rick James, you know, Prince depending, Rick James it, you know, kind of depends where we're at. I remembered uh, very vividly going in when I was in New Orleans, and I I commandeered the jukebox at this bar. And there oh, were some guys. You told in, that story, and there were some guys inside playing pool, and you were blowing their mind. And I played the "Is That Enough?" Marvin Gaye, yeah. and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" And nothing's like, better. There's nothing better for uh, you know a white boy mm. when you know the black boy gives you the respect. Yeah. Like musically when they go, you know this? And you go, yeah. And they go, respect. There's nothing, there's no higher honor. And there's, and that was essentially the transaction right there. Yes. Um, But yeah, like those are usually some go-tos. It kind of, you'll throw an Atlanta rap in there. It depends. It depends where we're at. It depends depends. what we're doing, man. All right. Let's get to this uh, last uh, voicemail before we, uh, I got a couple of messages. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that song choice was no coincidence, as I might have to switch sides after Jordan decided me to do me dirty in Louisville with that interview. I mean, you're going to give Buckles the Clown a seat in the big chair this week and proper airtime with a more formal interview, yet you bombard me uh, during what is clearly my finest hour, only for me to make my case over Conroy's comically large speaker? Here's another shot. Anyway. Here's the season for airing grievances, and I have a lot of problems with you people. Mainly one, and that's Ian. Hey, would you blow me? Boo, boo, bee, boo. Yeah, more like Ian. Hey, would you go fuck off? How about that? Night. Here's a real reason why I should be Fody, a.k.a. fan of the year. I've listened to every episode. I'll be out on my time from cover to cover. I have liked, licked, poked, pushed. Smash and smushed the like and subscribe button so many times you don't need to dust to see whose fingerprints are all over it. I engage with the pod on the gram, on the reg, and I plug the pod to both friends, family, and even random strangers I come across. On top of that, if Spotify introduced a new statistic, I would be in the top 0.5%, I bet you, of listeners for the Peacocks and Music playlist. So tell me, Sir Ian Knight, what do you bring to the podcast other than bloviating hot air over a bunch of road noise? I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay, no, I'll really hang up and listen. Here's another shot. Wow. I mean, shots fired. Dude, we need to bring in the big win just in case of nuclear. I think we just went nuclear. Bro. Okay. Those, so those last four were all today. Yeah. So he's he's blowing he's he's blowing through he's Nancy yeah. Reagan Nancy Reagan over here you know all the way through you know multiple episodes scorched earth right there scorched earth um there was a lot in there I loved how he brought up uh, Conroy's uh, overly large um, speaker. speaker that we had talked about that he only packed in one suitcase I've never seen that in my life it. someone brought a bag the only thing in it a speaker. 
Um, yeah, he goes off on Ian. This is, see, again, that we are so mad Ian's not here right now. Really, really pushed the resume on us. Yeah. And but smashed and smushed. Smashed, smushed, liked. Like, yeah, he really, he, he's, he's a listener. Um, and he's, and he's, and he's, he's telling the friends. Mm. He's telling people. And that's what we've been doing. Like, we've been, like, you know, urging us to tell the friends. And he's doing that. He is. That means something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I don't know about you, but things are shifting. I can't say which way things are going to go on vote night. This is a two-party system with Mike, uh, the producer, being the tiebreaker. And we're going to lock ourselves in a room, and it might be like the OJ trial in there, but you're not going to know until right. we're going to come out, and that's and that's that. Um, so let's get into, uh, text messages. What do you got? Uh, the first one here I have is from, uh, uh, Stephen Ross Julian, Steve, Stephen Julian, okay. Stephen Ross Julian. What do we got? Um, and he has included some photos here. Okay. Which I will show you. Best pecs in the game. Yeah. Uh, he goes, just, he goes, best, best pecs in the game. You know what I mean? You would think our peacock pecs, this guy pecs. No, <laughs> this guy pecs. Yeah. Um, he goes, just checking to say that I recline on every flight, man up. And he posts a picture of him pressing. The finger, this isn't Russia, but the finger's on the button. The finger <laughs> is on the button, Cold War style. Wow. And then he goes a step further to let you know what's, Jordan, what is he doing on the flight? Ooh, checking out that pod, baby. He's, he's, he's got he's the getting pod it in at 40,000 feet, baby. He's, he's 4,000 feet up, entering the Mile High Club with the pod. Mm. Okay, he takes a picture of him. He, Take he us downloaded the, the Yeah, he downloaded the episodes because he knows. He knows. Mm. You know, we love that. We love that. All right. Maybe, I, maybe sneaking in fan of the year. I don't know. Yeah, right? All right, so I've got um, another one here. This one looks like it is from uh, uh, Dugan as well. Um, and he says, on episode 35 still, he goes, Tina Fey is way hotter than Amy Poehler. Thank you. Yes, you, you were you were dying on that hill, and I and I was not. Are you... Tina maybe, does not do it for me. You're not coming over to my side. I really? Okay, so you are but dying he, on But he hill. does go, Sherry O'Terry? Another good one. <laughs> Sherry O'Terry, because you didn't like, you were definitely not with Sherry O'Terry. No. The, the eyes were a little too close for you. That, the frantic behavior, <laughs> I just, I didn't think it would work. It wouldn't work. Um, And then he also says, uh, which I'd have to like, throw this one to you. He also uh, writes in and he says, is Werewolf Bar Mitzvah on your Halloween playlist? I don't know that one. I don't know if I know that one either. Okay, yeah, uh, that one was not on the playlist. That's one that you're gonna have to go back and you do know. Some yeah, I'm on. sorry. Don't maybe, maybe, maybe you'll add it in. Who knows? Um, this next text uh, text message is from uh, Ian. Uh, hey, would you blow me night? And he just says, "Happy Thanksgiving, fellas." Oh, nice, perfect. It's the big black dude with a giant dong, but inside a turkey. Ian loves that guy. I can't tell you when that meme started, however many, like, just years ago, because that's not a, it, for, if you guys aren't following along, it's that, you know, it's that famous meme of the black guy on the edge of his bed with his big dong out, and they it's always, someone always texts you saying, hey, click on this for 20% off at Target, or whatever it is, and then you click on it, and it's just him with his big dick out. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Ian sent a photo of that guy, but his in a head turkey. In, in a turkey. But he said, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, bud. All right, next one here, we have, uh, we've got, we've got from Dreffen. We've got from Dreffen here. He, uh, he sends in, oh, I get, it's what it's looking like is because he first, he sent in his Chick-fil-A order. Yeah. But then it's looking like he heard the pod and, uh, you know, we gave him no love on it. Uh-huh. So now he's uh, spent sending in his specific order for McAllister's Deli. Guess what? We don't read those. Delete. Deleted. We're not reading that one over. You, get, it, you missed the mark. It's over. McAllister's Deli, does that have a drive-thru? I know. It doesn't. It doesn't. Deleted. Not fast food. A deli can't be fast food. Yeah. Get out of here. Forget about it. Okay. So this next one uh, we've got here. According to the Italian spaghetti slash, slash spaghetto logic on episode 43, my family together is Arduini, but I should be Steve Arduino if I'm on if I'm on this on my own. He goes, so this is good content and number one fan worthy. You're welcome. Okay. All right, so Steve Arduino, he he he, limp, he limps in there and he says, oh, "Hold on, I have something to say." He made an appearance. He's he made here. an appearance. Um, he is now Steve Arduino. Arduino. He is. Uh, he's. Uh, he's Steve Arduino. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he clarified that. Thank you. Yes. So Steve I hope Arduino, we weren't offending you. Yeah, Steve Arduino. Uh, happy holidays to you and the Arduini family. Mm. All right, we've got one more here. This one looks like it's coming in from my general. Uh, she's sending screenshots of... Okay, so she's sending screenshots of her Spotify wrapped. Love that. See? See? We only get... See, we got one person that, that, that pops in there. We asked you guys for your, your number. And that's just... Send them. You still have time. You still have time. We love this. Uh, her top artists, the Beatles, hmm. the Beach Boys, B.I.G., Notorious B.I.G. Respect. Respect. Weezer and Bruno Mars. I'm 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 very much happy with that. Very diverse crowd too. Everyone has been well represented. That would be um like, you know, that's the European Union right there. Yes. That's, yes. that's everyone that's, is represented. Like everyone has a seat at the table. Yes, I like that. That's everyone coming together voting on, you know, the uh, Iranian arms like, you know, yeah. you know decision. Uh A lot of black money there. And uh uh, number one podcast. She also uh, takes uh, how many minutes there? Little screenshot there. I scrolled past the minutes. I didn't want to blow her up. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, oh, oh. How many minutes on ours? Oh, I thought you yeah. meant like overall. Uh, it says you listen to thirty-seven episodes for a total of four thousand and seven minutes. Boom. That's that's fucking that's logging them hours, baby. baby. That's 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 going to the gym, baby. Every fucking day, putting that work in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Joel's that's wife. That's my girl. You know what I mean? That's Shout my general. Shout out to Joel's you know, wife. That, 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 bitch, that bitch fucks. She gets, she gets you done. Mm. You know what I mean? What are your generals doing? He's not here. So, and then she also, uh, she, yeah, she just writes in uh, uh, Shannon Jean Adams, a.k.a. Van's mom, a.k.a. female pod fan of the year. It's yours. And she goes, here's my 2021 wrapped. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. We love that. So, girl. it's not too late. Send those in because we like that. That's a good. I, I'm, I'm happy with that number five, that, that top five. That, like I said, it's it's just, you know, the United Nations of a mm-hmm. playlist right there. Yeah. Everyone is there. Everyone's got to vote except, you know, just the, the little island, you know, Crete. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, so th- there's, th- there's your episode, a uh, lot of fun, a lot of fucking, you know, carrots and, and soggy cells in that stew. Uh, I maybe I next week, that stew. maybe next week we'll have the in. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. You no, know, uh, the rock, he's got, he's be, he kind of has some, he's kind of got a little bit of something to stand on, at least in my opinion, as far he's as he's got a rock to stand on. He's got a rock to stand on. We're in, a, we're in between a rock and a, in an Ian place. We're in, we're, <laughs> we're in the, we're in the, we're in between a rock and a, in a blow me place. Yeah. And we're, we're Nancy. in between the rock and Reagan. Yeah, we're in between the Rock and Reagan. We're in we're Rock and Reagan. Wow, <laughs> um, tough stuff over yeah, here. Yeah, so maybe we'll be on next week. If not, uh, it, we don't need him. We're, we'll crown next week. We will crown so, uh, next week. Next week we will crown Fan of the Year. We are super excited. We have not made our up our decision. We have it's no. We're locking ourselves in a room with Mike. Mike will stand between us to keep us apart maybe, from one another. Maybe we'll even you know maybe we'll throw up uh, you know a little a, a poll. Maybe we'll put. Let, let's just let's just see what we're gonna give like choice. The, like the MLB. We're gonna let we're gonna we, let the yeah, fans right. decide a percentage of the vote. Uh, draft, get that up, and we'll we'll see who. Of the three, I believe, and maybe a dark horse in there. Yes. Uh, who's going to win? All right, guys. We will see you next week. Love you. Later.